Hey, hey, hey. Welcome people to another exciting episode of the HANA Cloud Platform Podcast. This is Manjunath coming to you with episode number 25. We have a great show lined up for you. We will first start by looking at what's new and what's available on HCP since our last podcast episode. Secondly, we had an awesome ticket Bangalore in early October and I got a chance to catch up with Ashok from the HCP APJ team and a couple of colleagues from the HCP India team for a brief recap of the event. They will share their experiences and takeaways from TechEd Bangalore. After that, we have a very special segment. We have a guest host in this episode. Murali Shanmugam from the APJ Presales team talks to Christopher Aaron from the HCP Global team on integration and the various possibilities provided by HCP around this topic. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. And last but not the least, we will look at upcoming HCP events in the next weeks. So without further ado, let's get on with it. To kick things off, let's look at what's new in HCP since our last podcast. Well, there have been a couple of releases in October and we have a new beta service. That's the SAP HANA Cloud Platform Enterprise Messaging Service is now available as beta. Enterprise Messaging Service is SAP's scalable, flexible and reliable messaging as a service on the cloud. It's engineered for high volume data scenarios like IoT and big data and enterprise application messaging. So this service supports industry standards and messaging protocols so that you can collect, correlate and integrate with massive volumes of data from heterogeneous sources on demand. It provides features like integration to different clients like Java or ABAP and asynchronous messaging. SAP has been talking about running your business live and messaging is the key technology behind this. And this can be used for processing huge amounts of data that do in a distributed manner. Check out this service and share your experiences and feedback with us. There are also two new features in the persistent service on HCP. If your productive database or database system gets corrupted, you can perform a point in time restore by creating a service request in the SAP HANA Cloud Platform cockpit and opening an incident on the SAP support portal. Secondly, you can also share your productive SAP HANA and SAP AAC databases with accounts which are under the same global account. By managing account permissions for your databases, you can control which operations are allowed in each of these accounts. Currently, the operations which are supported are binding of databases in other accounts, opening database tunnels to databases in other accounts. SAP HANA Interactive Education, better known as SHINE, is now available by default in all SAP HANA MDCs created on the trial landscape of SAP HANA Cloud Platform. For those of you who have not heard about SHINE, it is a demo application that makes it easy to learn how to build native SAP HANA applications. It is a great way to learn and understand how the various features in HANA can be consumed and used together to build powerful HANA native applications. I encourage you to check this out. Information on a few version updates. Java Web Tomcat 7 runtime is now updated to Tomcat version 7.0.72. SAP UIFI distribution 1.40.9 for Java and HTML applications has been released. And SAP HANA revision 
122.02 is now supported on the HANA Cloud Platform. That's what's new in HCP. SAP TechEd 2016 The premium tech conference for SAP was held in Bangalore from October 5th to 7th and it was a huge success. We in the HCP team showcased HCP and its capabilities in a multitude of formats ranging from lecture sessions to hands-on sessions, from mini code jams to the show floor, from TechEd live studio interviews to the highly successful app space with around 5000 apps being created during the three-day event. All in all, it was busy and eventful. The HCP India team actively showcased the Cloud Foundry based features available on HANA Cloud platform to build cloud native applications. I caught up with a couple of speakers from the team to know their TechEd experience during a post event recap. Listen on. Hello, I have two of my colleagues with me from the HANA Cloud Platform team. I have B. Padmashri, who is the product owner, and Abhik Gupta, who is an architect in the HANA Cloud Platform India team. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Manju. Uh, thanks, Manju. So just wanted to understand that uh, we finished uh, SAP TechEd last week. So how was the reception of uh, specifically the Cloud Foundry-based features and uh, its integration with the HANA Cloud Platform from the audience in TechEd? Okay, sure. Um, I, the feedback was com a little mixed. Uh, I had a session where I presented uh, uh, how we are integrating Cloud Foundry-based features into our HANA Cloud Platform. Uh, the audience, uh, you know, some of the um, participants already were, um, are the users of HANA Cloud Platform, so they, they were interested. I think the feedback was also positive in the features that we are bringing in, uh, new runtimes, uh, openness and so on, but obviously they had some questions on uh, uh, what happens to the solutions that they have on the existing platform, uh, how can they use both the features and uh, uh, still uh, bring in the benefits to their uh, applications, business applications. And uh, another set of audience who were uh, quite new to what the offerings are from the HANA Cloud platform, so it was more uh, feedback that yes, you, your platform offers quite a lot of features. But overall, it was, I, I still feel it's a positive um, uh, feedback and uh, the audience has perceived uh, this uh, with some good um, interest, yeah, looking forward for the capabilities from the platform. Great to hear that. Uh, Abhik, how was uh, your experience of uh, showcasing these Cloud Foundry based capabilities on HCP? Uh, yeah, so I will, I mean, I had around, again, uh, two sessions related to Cloud Foundry. So one of them was a lecture session. Uh, it was a pretty fruitful session for me as well because uh, the participants, most of the participants already had gone into the cloud domain and they had uh, quite a lot of questions of how you can uh, migrate an app from being an on-premise app into a cloud native application, which was also the focus of that session. And um, and the, the, the demo for the session also included things like resilience and uh, how to make a cloud application completely resilient. And uh, for me, at least for that session, the feedback was really good. I mean, I was surprised uh, that people were so into the topic uh, of the cloud and uh, I was not expecting this uh, good of feedback going into that session. And again, the next session was a hands-on session, which uh, basically showcased how you can build applications on uh, the existing stack and still leverage the, the, the services provided by the Cloud Foundry offering from HCP. On the pod again, I mean, most of the questions were regarding extensions rather than purely building native applications on the cloud. 
um but yeah there were some questions which were really uh, good some uh, some um, some participants were already into the topic so looking at it i think i would say overall the my perspective would be really positive great so uh, it it's already sounds positive that uh, extensions is something that is picking up as a use case out there but uh, uh, when we also try to showcase cloud foundry based uh, features coming onto the hana cloud platform uh the colleagues are seeing a very positive trend and an acceptance of uh, the features that are out uh, i think there is a one question that is on everybody's mind when can we expect this to be available for the general public or ga i think we are working towards this uh, currently we have uh, i think early this year we have made a beta release uh, of uh, cloud foundry based uh, features integrated to hana cloud platform with the intent to give it as a playground for customers and partners what they can expect uh, from the um, upcoming features or innovations that we can bring on to the platform internally also we are trying out to build some iot applications using these set of features but um, yeah i think we are still working on uh, so no concrete date that i can already share but uh, stay tuned uh, so that you could hear more information around this topic great So just the last question maybe to Abhik so what did you feel about uh, HCP on the whole and the hype around it in uh, Ticket Bangalore this time um, I personally feel that the entire uh, Ticket had this uh, ongoing um, I mean a trend of moving towards the cloud which was really uh, nice to see because um, I could see cloud at least not only from the HCP point of view but in general also was uh, throughout uh, it was omnipresent throughout and um, i mean it was really encouraging to see that uh, people were uh, so hyped about learning about cloud and learning about the cloud platform so yeah i think overall um, my perspective would be really good to see that um, hcp was a standalone uh, point of view for everybody and also uh, people were interested in moving their applications their existing services to the cloud wow that's really positive news i think this has come out as a standing theme to whoever we talk to that uh, the cloud in terms of sap applications is definitely catching up and it's a hot topic out there so uh, thank you abhik and uh, padma for sharing your insights with us uh, stay tuned to the hcp podcast thanks manju yeah thanks manju so much looks like there is a lot of positive response for the move to embrace open source technologies like cloud foundry and open stack within hcp that i tell you is highly encouraging at ticket i felt that the audience has now slowly started to understand the immense value proposition of adopting hcp for their business needs along the same lines i also had a chance to talk to ashok muniratnam from the hcp team to understand his experience during ticket bangalore and how he feels the audience understands and perceives hcp and the difference between the various cloud offerings from sap let's listen to what he has to say in this post ticket recap hi there welcome to the hcp podcast today we have a very esteemed guest with us we have mr ashok muniratnam who is the director for platform as a service for the asia pacific japan region for sap welcome ashok hey manju uh, nice to meet you So uh what we wanted to have is we just finished SAP Ticket Bangalore last week. So just wanted to understand how did you feel and what was your takeaways from SAP Ticket Bangalore in terms of HCP Hana Cloud platform. 
Yeah, I could see a, a marked difference between uh, you know last year and this year because I did I did quite a few sessions last year, right? So this year we found that uh, you know the customers have a lot more understanding about why HCP is important, and uh, they also came out with uh, a lot of use cases uh, related questions on where and how I could use HCP, and uh, obviously there is uh, uh, there are questions you know in terms of uh, how I use this, especially with S4HANA, right? Because I, most of the customers seems to be uh, excited about moving from their older version of ECC to S4HANA. And uh, they were asking, you know, how I can use uh, HCP to extend the functionality from S4HANA, given that, you know, uh, go moving to the cloud is one of the more important aspect uh, for them, right? So from that angle, I feel, um, you know, both, I met quite a few partners as well. And the partners also excited in uh, building new applications into HCP, which will also move, you know, their model of coming from a, a services company to a, a more like a product company, uh, running their application on HANA Cloud Platform, and uh, this will also open up a new, uh, you know, avenues for them to sell their applications. So I think overall it looks like a, a very good year for HCP. Uh, because now the customers do understand uh, using how to use HCP, how to you know retrain some of the people uh, from let's say an ABAP based you know to moving into a more open uh, you know source uh, um, sort of platform, right? And uh, so overall, I think it has been pretty good. I think uh, compared to what I saw last year. Uh, good to know that. Um, uh, as far as I understand, Ashok, you are also part of the SWAT team for Hana Enterprise Cloud. So do you see people know the clear difference between what exactly is HEC and what exactly is HCP? <laughs> Good question. I think um, the name really doesn't help because uh, HANA Enterprise Cloud and HANA Cloud Platform, um, you know, uh, you know they did create some confusion for the customers. Um, so there are some customers who understand what's the difference, but there are quite a few doesn't understand. Uh, but there definitely there is a synergy between uh, you know HANA Enterprise Cloud and HANA Cloud Platform because uh, they understand that the core applications that they can run, need to run out of HCC and uh, slowly this pro HCP will provide them a platform where they can move you know some of the application to the pure cloud or a public cloud environment because they understand that running HCC would have flexibility but it also it increases the total cost of ownership right. So uh, by getting into a pure cloud model, into HCP specifically, it will reduce their overall uh, cost of ownership. So the questions were more related to, you know, which use cases that I should use HCP. For example, you know, between PI on-premise and HCI, right? And then Fiori on-premise and Fiori on cloud, and SMP and, uh, you know, HCP MS, uh, or even Data Mart on-premise or on cloud. So. They were very specific in their approach and questions, which also tells us that, yeah, now they understand that there is a marked difference between HEC and HCP. Right. So uh, purely from uh, attending as uh, another year of TechEd, how did you feel about uh, SAP TechEd Bangalore this time? Oh, it is amazing. <clears throat> so I have uh, sat down in a few sessions. Uh, one of the sessions that I sat down was, you know, how you can extend in hybrid CEC application using HCP. So uh, it's really amazing because people can not only uh, you know learn how they can use HCP as a platform to build extensions, but also they have opportunity to talk to the you know 
um, speakers directly, you know, uh, during the session, after the session, uh, sp bring out their own, uh, you know, experience or their own use cases on how this can be done, right? So I, I could see that, you know, when I saw people queue up for the sessions, you know, every time after the session is over, uh, for all of the SCP sessions, it was really amazing. I was quite thrilled, and um, you know, I think the the energy is very, very, uh, you know, amazing. Um, you know, right from the keynote that went uh, delivered, well, right through the uh, three days that I was there. So it was really amazing. Wow. Uh, great to hear your thoughts and insights, Ashok. Uh, looking forward for uh, many more tickets with you. Absolutely. Thank you. A big thanks to Ashok, Padma and Abhik for sharing their experiences with us. Next comes the segment you have all been waiting for. One common theme during TechEd was the integration use case on HCP. It was extremely popular, but there were also a few confusions on which integration offering would best suit the requirement at hand. Luckily, we have our guest host, Murali Shanmugam, the star of the previous HCP podcast episode, interviewing Christopher Aaron to find some answers for many frequently asked questions about integration on HCP. Over to you, Murli. Hello, everyone. My name is Murli Shanmugam, and I'm a solutions advisor in HANA Cloud Platform based in Australia. So today, I have with me Christopher Aaron, part of the global HCP team, who has been focusing a lot on go-to-market strategies. He's currently doing a roadshow on HCP integration technologies in APJ region, and I managed to get some time of him to ask you questions on this topic. Hello, Chris. Thanks for joining me for this today. Yeah, pleasure to be here. I hope you're having a great time interacting with our customers in the region on HCP integration topics. Digital transformation is one of the key topics for CIOs everywhere. In a recent ANZ survey, omnichannel customer experience and business networks emerged to be one of the key drivers for digital transformation. How can HANA Cloud Platform play a role as a key enabler for digital transformation? Yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of the conversations this, this week and last week it's talking about integration as the first step. Uh, you know, HCP is agnostic wherever the, the data resides, if it resides in applications or in a database, if it's on the cloud, if it's on-prem, if it's SAP, non-SAP, uh, we can bring it in and then we can start using it. We can build applications, mobile apps, analytical plays. So yeah, it's a really good starting point for digital transformation. Great. And the, the three key services under HCP in the integration spaces are like the cloud connector, you have HANA Cloud integration, and API management. Now, how do customers decide which of these integration services are required to handle their end-to-end you know, -end business processes? How, what, on what basis they decide which service they need to use? Yeah, I think it's uh, about knowing which tool to use for which use case. So, uh, as you mentioned, we have a variety of tools. Have a variety of tools. And they're all focused around different areas of data integration. So Cloud Connector is a very easy to use, straightforward method for connecting on-prem with HCP. Um, HCI tends to be more about data transformation, you know, using process integration for application sources or SDI for databases. So those two tools, Cloud Connector and HCI, is about getting data into HCP. And a tool like API management is about 
how you expose it to your customers, your suppliers, your ecosystem in a secure way, and having the, the manageability um, to make sure that people are accessing your data in a secure, reliable, and, and scalable way. Okay. And a lot of our customers have SAP PO in their landscape. Now, does, do, they, do they replace SAP PO with HCI? Yes, a good question. Comes up a lot. Um, so our guidance to customers who have PO, so they can definitely continue using it, um, especially when it comes to on-premise to on-premise. There's definitely PO's sweet spot. Got a lot of customers using it. I think we've got close to 10,000 customers using PO. Um, and ACI really comes in when it's cloud to cloud. Uh, that's really ACI's speciality, so we're focusing a lot of prepackaged content for cloud to cloud. Um, where it becomes sort of 50-50 is when you're doing cloud to ground. Uh, and in that case, I think it d depends, right, on your expertise. If you feel comfortable with PO, then keep using it. If you find you're using HCI a lot, then it might make sense to use HCI for some of your cloud to ground transactions. But really, you know, we have the benefit of two great products, and we're actually seeing some compatibility um, for customers who want the latest and greatest that HCI has to offer. And if they're running PO 7.5, then they can use that um, cross-platform, if you will. All right, yeah, that was my next question. So <laughs> in, in which scenario would customers want to use this approach, you know, having a HCI runtime within SAP PO? And what would be the role of the customer in terms of managing the HCI runtime? Yeah, so uh, as I was saying, yeah, uh, it comes with PO 7.5. So probably the first step a customer has to do is make sure they have 7.5 of PO and upgrade to that if they want it. Um, it's, it's the same skill set. It's the same architect for the customer. So it really gives them that convenience of the same person having access to cloud-focused tools and on-premise tools um, and using that same skill set um, across platforms. So um, I think just making sure that the, the architect knows that they have access to both and, uh, and, and knowing that they can, what to use which tool, you know, what is the purpose of each tool. Okay. And there was a recent announcement too on use of smart data integration in HCP. Now, how does this go with uh, HCI data services? Now, when do we again use SDI compared to HCI data services? Yeah. So with, with the cloud and especially with HANA Cloud Platform, we're always rolling out new capabilities. Uh, and this is an area where you know, data services is a mature technology, um, but as SAP has um, continued our shift to in-memory databases, HANA, uh, SDI is a tool specifically designed for real-time data integration to HANA. So um, it has some advantages over data services in the fact that it can do real-time um, integration, whereas data services can really only do batch or schedule-based um, data transfer. Um, but because data services is a mature tool, there are certain capabilities that it has. Uh, for example, it can work with older versions of NetWeaver than SDI can. Uh, data services can also work with uh, XML sources. Um, but we're diligently working to make SDI 
uh, fully fully uh, functional, um, so that um, moving forward, SDI will be the tool of choice, uh, and data services will gradually be uh, phased out. Are there any plans to bring data quality capabilities to HCP? Yeah, we've got in beta right now um, data quality management. Um, We've got some agile data prep tools on HCP as well. The idea being uh, when customers are moving data into HANA on the cloud or they're just moving data into HCP, they have some self-service tools that help them clean up the data, you know, get rid of duplicates, get rid of blanks, um, data quality uh, focused around location data. Um, so, yeah, there's many uh, data quality tools on HCP uh, focused around specific use cases. This agile data preparation tool, is it something for targeting a business analyst? Can they also start using these tools? Yeah, definitely. It's very user-friendly. Um, you know, the, the UI is very intuitive. Um, you know, it, it highlights for them, um, like I said, blanks, duplicates, you know, things they want to look at. But yeah, definitely self-service for the, the business analyst. Okay. At TechEd, we got a glimpse of SAP's messaging service. So for which scenario would this service be helpful? Yeah, so, I mean, it's really exciting time for integration in the cloud. And uh, we saw that we had an opportunity to plug a gap in our portfolio. And so the messaging service is designed to take care of high volume messages where guaranteed delivery is needed. So um, use cases for this will be sort of financial services where you've got trading transactions where a lot of volume, guaranteed deliveries needed. Um, IoT is another example where there's a need for uh, high volume and guaranteed delivery. So, um, yes, it's in uh, beta at the moment, and uh, we'll be moving to GA. Uh, I would have expected like Q1, Q2 next year. And a lot of our customers have already got you know, data replication tools like SLT or Business Objects Data Services for their on-premise world. Can they continue to leverage these tools to replicate data into HCP, or do they need to always go with things like SDI or HCI? Yeah, it's a, a great question, so thanks for asking. I think what's great about HCP in general is that we can leverage legacy assets, um, not only integration, but um, also we can leverage on-premise databases, we can leverage on-premise uh, ERP systems, for example. And so, yeah, integration is... No exception. We can, with our Cloud Connector tool that we spoke about a while ago, um, we can use that to uh, help customers use tools like SLT for getting data into HANA Cloud Platform. As most of us are aware, SAP API management is based on Apigee providing the runtime. Now, there was a recent news that uh, Google had acquired Apigee. Does this impact SAP in any way? I mean, are there going to be any ongoing support and investments in, in this particular service? Yeah, it's a question that's come up a lot this week. Um, I, I think customers are right to ask questions about it. The official response right now is as business as usual. Um, we have a good relationship with Apogee and we have a good relationship with Google. And so we don't expect anything to change. Um, but uh, please watch this space. We'll definitely... Uh, be looking a little bit closer and making sure that we have uh, a continuity plan to make sure our customers are not disrupted. But the key thing to walk away is we have an API service today 
and we'll continue to invest in this product. A lot of, lot of spaces to watch. <laughs> What's happening in IoT space? Because recently there was um, news that SAP had acquired two IoT firms, you know, Flat One and FedM. What sort of capabilities are they going to add to the Cloud platform? Yeah, I think uh, this is uh, a good place to maybe put a teaser in that maybe for your next podcast I'll help you uh, get connected with some of the Plat One guys uh, and the FedM chaps. Um, essentially, with SAP, you know, sometimes we'll build new technologies, sometimes we'll acquire them. And these were two companies that had capabilities in the IoT space that we thought uh, would benefit our portfolio. And so uh, with the Plat One technology specifically, uh, they have, you know, 30 to 50 IoT protocols that are currently supported. And we saw that we could lift and shift that capability into the Hunter Club platform to make it more appealing to IoT use cases. So I think you can expect more news in this space around uh, Sapphire next year, but uh, maybe we can get you some more teaser information through some of the Plat One guys who are now part of the HCP team. Great. Thank you very much for your time, Chris. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much, Morali. I hope you enjoy your stay in Australia. Yeah, good day. That was a great interview. It was very informative. Thanks to Murli and Chris for this invaluable discussion. It certainly answered many questions which may be running in our minds about integration on HCP. Lastly, let's see what's upcoming in the next few weeks for HANA Cloud Platform. The TechEd Wagon rolls into Barcelona for its last stop for 2016. Don't miss SAP InnoJam and SAP TechEd 2016 from November 5th to 10th at Barcelona to catch up on all the latest ongoings at SAP and specifically SAP HANA Cloud Platform. We look forward to seeing you there. As always, you can find more information on events, questions, blogs, discussions on the HCP community page. Wait, wait, wait. Before we sign off, were you at TechEd Bangalore? What was your experience with HCP at TechEd? How do you find the new HCP community page and the new one digital experience platform built on HANA Cloud Platform? Don't forget to share your thoughts, feedback, experiences with us. Remember, we are always listening. Engage with us over the various social channels. Follow at the rate SAP HCP on Twitter. Follow the HCP community on the new SCN. Subscribe to SAP HCP on SlideShare and keep listening to the rocking episodes of HCP podcast powered by OpenSAP. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. Until next time, this has been Manjunath. Keep calm and adopt HANA Cloud Platform. Goodbye. The SAP HANA Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our OpenSAP courses on open.sap.com.